Hi, I'm Maggie. Hi, I'm Grace, and this is A Very Bookish Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to episode five of A Very Bookish Podcast. Today is going to be our 2020 wrap-up wrap up podcast for books this year. I can't believe we're already done with 2020. I don't know about you, but like, I was like telling customers, I was like, oh, Merry Christmas, and they looked at me, they're like, it's not Christmas anymore, and I was like, Christmas it's not Christmas. It, it came and went so so fast yeah and I think it's because due to quarantine we were in it for so long we're still in it technically that it just made everything go by faster because we didn't like we weren't out doing stuff we were just sitting at home and like of course I was reading so of course it went by like super fast I don't know about you yeah this is my second week of vacation so I'm yeah. enjoying it yeah. It does feel like Christmas has came, especially because usually for Christmas I go to my aunt's house and we went for Thanksgiving because it's just her, her husband in the house by herself, by themselves. And it's just me and my family and they don't really go out. So it's, they're in our bubble basically. And especially because we're going often over to them to go house hunting so they're in our bubble and we weren't able to go this Christmas because she had to go to Mexico because um, there was a, his, her husband's mom had passed away, but she had been, she was, she died of natural causes, I want to say. Yeah. And uh, he got back. So she's in self-quarantine for um, these two weeks. And this week she's going to be lifted and she's good. And, so it was kind of sad not being able to be with her. We didn't get to do our tamales. We didn't get to do any of our tortillas, which is what, you know, us Mexicans, we do. But yeah. it was yeah. nice. I mean, like, for the last, like, for 15 years of my life, I spend a lot of time with, like, my family on Christmas. So, like, my aunt, my cousins, we would all go to my grandma's house for Christmas Day. We'd open presents at our house, and we'd go to my grandma's house to open presents from her. And, like, the last two or three years, I haven't been doing that because I've been in college. So, I'm, like, we're not going all the way down to Texas, especially with this pandemic. We're not going to see people anymore. I'm, like, thankfully, my friend who is in my bubble is coming over to spend, like, um, the holidays with me. Like, Chris, this is – we'll be on New Year's Day. This is going to be our first podcast episode of 2021. Um, which – Yes. Woo. Which, as for audio listeners, um, Grace has a 2021 um, little, what is it, sparkly headband on, and then I'm just in, I'm just chilling tonight. I'll post pictures on our Instagram story so you guys can see my look for tonight. Yeah, she she's all dressed up, and then I'm over here in, like, my beanie and, like, the sweater I've been wearing for the last, like, two days. <laughs> really I'm sorry guys I just didn't put that much effort in today like I have just been chilling at home I don't have work until for I have work off for a full week which feels weird but also like apparently stuff went down today because it finally snowed and it, it hasn't snowed at all since like October here in Kansas and it finally snowed and so like shit went down at the store today so it's been hectic for everybody else I was like well I'm glad I didn't work glad you weren't there mm-hmm. but what, like when you have a week off vacation like it goes by so fast like you don't even realize it like I thought yesterday was 
my days are all mixed up. I thought Monday was Tuesday and Tuesday was Wednesday. I'm just all over the place. And that's usually how it is when the year's ending and beginning. So, yeah, no, I'm just, you're just ready. Ready? Yeah, especially I feel like with, like, because, like, especially during quarantine, um, when I wasn't in school, I was reading, like, a book a day. So, like, I felt like it went by so fast, especially because I was reading so fast. But also, I was, like, spending my full day reading, and I was, like, holy cow, like, my day has just gone by, and it's, like, 6 p.m., and I'm almost, like, hey, do you want dinner? And I'm, like, no. And I just <laughs> continue reading till, like, 2 a.m. Not really. Yeah. That's how it was. I remember when, like, in summer, I was reading Akatar for the first time, and I got through, I started Akawar. And the whole day I'm busy doing like other things. So I had the audiobook playing and then like I sat down and read like the book for a while. And then I like look up and I'm like almost done with the book. And you know, it's a thick book. And I'm not the type to like read that fast. You know, I like to space it out a little bit. And I was like, oh my gosh, the whole day is gone and I'm almost done. I think I was like, they were preparing for battle. And I was just like, it is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, like, even today, like, I finished um, the second book to A Court of, no, A Touch of Darkness, which is A Touch of Ruin is the second book. And then I started this book, um, Spoiler Alert, by Olivia Dade. And I'm, like, halfway through this already. And I've just been spending my day reading. And, like, since I don't normally read now because I'm working 40 hours a week, it's such, it's really a pleasure to read and, like, get to sit down and have, like, four hours of just straight reading. Yep. Yeah. You miss the, you can't do that. And then it's, like, it sucks because, like, when you're reading a book and then, like, you go, like, you're in it. Like, you know, the first couple chapters, like, I want to say, like, the first act of a book, you're into the book but you're not invested but then once it reaches like that certain point where you're like in the world you don't want to put it down anymore like you could put it down towards the beginning but once you're in the meat of the story you don't want to put it down it's like the first hundred pages where like you're getting to learn the book and stuff and then after like a hundred because like that's what you were telling me i think if i don't remember what book it was you like get through the first hundred pages and then you'll like it i think it was from blood and ash that's the book and you're like just get through the first hundred pages and you're gonna be in love and i did i did i read it in a day (laughs) i read it so fast um Which I guess that kind of spearheads me into my first question of our 2020 wrap up is your new author that we loved. So this is like an author that you've discovered in 2020 that you loved. And I already know my answer. Is it the same one? I think it's it's the same one. Yeah. JLA. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) you can't expect much from us. If she ever sees this podcast, like, hi, JLA, like, I love you. Thank you for writing for Blood and Ash and what is it? Uh, Half-Blood series. I'm reading that. I still am on Napoleon. It's been, like, three weeks. Don't, it's, don't. It, but you have to take a break. You've been speeding through it. You got to take a break, and then you'll yeah. jump back in. I mean, I read the first, like, three books, three and a half books in, like, three days, so I was, like, really speeding through it and then I just started like reading like the J.R. Ward series which is the Black Brother da- Black Dagger Brotherhood series and that's taken up all my time <laughs> which 18 plus people go read that series like you need to it, it, it's good so um to kind of piggyback off of that question why 
is JLA your favorite newfound author of this year? I think I think she has so many diverse like not diverse as in like care like she has diverse characters, but like the genres that she writes. So like she has like Half Blood where it's more of like a like Percy Jackson but older. And then she has like from Blood and Ash, which is more of like a fantasy romance fae kind of vampire kind of book like she writes a lot of different stories that whereas like moss she writes like fae like that's her thing is like fae whereas jla is writing like oh you have atlanteans and um you have regular normal people and then you have like half bloods and demons and pures in our in our covenant series so it's like she's a very diverse writer when it comes to like her like stories and her backgrounds for books and her books are just so easy to read and so good that that's why i love her what about you um for me i think her book just came at me at a point where it, like it was like a mix of nostalgia mixed with like me just being a grown-up and new a new adult uh, genre kind of jumped at me and it was kind of at that point where like I was still in YA and I still love YA but um it, it was kind of getting to the point where I needed a little bit more and then I stumbled upon From Blood and Ash and it was kind of everything that I was looking for and it was done really well and I connected with all of her characters like every single one of her characters in her story, I could find myself being one of them, especially Poppy and, you know, we love a plus size to mid-sized girl. And I really liked Hawk and his like whole story and his like um, kind of torment and his pain of his past life and moving forward. A morally and gray characters. Morally gray characters, but like truly morally gray where it's just like you, you gotta hate them a little bit but then you also like them. And I really like that about characters, about in any book. If a, a character is really, truly morally gray, where they're like, really, you don't know if you really like them or if you don't know if you really hate them either. I really like that because they're just easier to connect with. And instead of being this like uptight, perfect person, where it's just like, well, I can never amount to that or I can never be good enough to, to be with that person. So I always like that foot in each door characters and I just really liked her world and it was vampires and vampires are where where I fell in love with reading so her book came at a perfect time for me and the rest was history let's just say that yeah so with JLA being your like newest author what was your biggest surprise for a book that you read this year or book series book series that was a surprise um <laughs> I always look around every time I kind of think I would know what your biggest surprise was that you would like but I don't know I, you want me to guess it sure an ember in the ashes by Saba Tahir because <laughs> you were so surprised that you liked it you were like wait Maggie yeah I was because I'm trying to think back, is there any book that really, like, oh my gosh. And, look, like, as I'm looking at all of the books on my shelf, I'm like, what was my reaction as I finished each of those books? And literally, this is the only one. I'm pointing right behind me because it's right here above me. 
um, was the only one that as soon as I finished it, I snapped you. And I was so mad at you because Fairy Loot had just finished their whole, no, 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 no. It wasn't Fairy Loot. It was Fake Right. Fairy no, Fairy Loot. It was Fairy Loot. They did the exclusive edition of like the quartet books. And it was literally like the day after they ended their sales. You were like, Maggie, why didn't you tell me? I would love this book. And I felt so bad because I was like, I was like, I genuinely didn't know if you would like it because I know some people don't like the book. And I was like, I didn't, I didn't know if you would like it or not. <laughs> Honestly, it was just like, I finished it and I'm just like, I just kept thinking back to like all of the emails that I got because I'm the one with the Fairy Loot subscription and you really like this series and you were just like grace i need you to like send me the email send me the link when the the when it opens up for subscribers to get their their set i was like okay fine like i don't really i haven't read the series so go ahead and then i sent it to you and then literally the day after the sale closed and that was it i finished the book and i was like oh my gosh why did i not order a set for myself you haven't even finished the series yet you've only read the first book i read all of them well, i have not read the fourth that's one what you, that's all you kind of need with the good series that's all you kind of really need the first book great characters where you can see the character growth in the first book yeah where you know over a series is going to be good like there's some books that are great books by themselves and then as the series goes on it kind of like goes down in scale but based on the growth and the journey and how many like little hints of things to come later on in series to come and circle back to it's gonna I can tell that it's gonna be a series that I'm just gonna really really love and always forever regret that I never got that edition set but it's fine I mean that that one for sure and um another one but i can't i can't see it was it the discovery of witches how'd you know i was looking at that <laughs> grace i know you well i know you well dude like literally as i've been talking i keep like i kept looking back at it and then like i kept how did you i don't mm. it's my bookseller instincts grace <laughs> it's my bookseller instincts no it was pretty good um it did surprise me because um if you guys didn't know discovery of witches is um the first book in the all souls trilogy which is written by deborah harkness and it is a tv show on amc or sundance and shutter it the first season is based on the first book which is the discovery of witches and the second book shadow of night is the second season which is coming out in later this month in january i have a question is the second season set in a different time than the first than the first the first book and second book are different like time zones aren't times aren't they i tell you that wait i've already seen on netflix (laughs) they're different times (laughs) so okay well let me explain it for our listeners let me explain it so this series is uh, adult um, fantasy, um, urban fantasy, but um, story with witches, uh, vampires, and demons. But demons are just not demon demons. They're just a form of creature. Want to know an interesting fact? Barnes & Noble shelves it as a mystery thriller. 
not yes, a fantasy, which I is. thought was very interesting because I was like, oh, it's not like a fantasy book. It's like a mystery thriller book. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of, yeah, it, it is a mystery thriller, but it's not like murder mystery. It's more just like trying to figure out this puzzle piece that's going on. So it basically follows um, Diana Bishop, who is a witch from a long line of witches. And um, she has turned away from witchcraft and she doesn't use magic and she doesn't have strong magic or so she believes. Um, she is a professor at Oxford and upon one of the days in her research lab, she pulls out a um, manuscript, uh, Ashmole 782. And it is a, supposedly this manuscript that has been lost for hundreds of years and demons, vampires, and witches all around the world have been looking for that specific manuscript and no one has been able to call it out except for her. And because now she is thrown into the mix with all of these creatures circling the book and circling her, um, she's trying to navigate this whole world and her own abilities. Amongst the creatures that are looking for the book is this vampire known as Matthew de Clermont, who is also a, a genetic professor who researches, what was that, researches the genetics of all creatures and he is figuring out throughout his research that creatures are dying off and witches are losing their power and he hopes that this manuscript will help him figure out how creatures were made essentially but amongst this whole thing they figure out that finding this book and figuring out the mystery of this book is going to be a lot harder and of course it is a forbidden romance so um, Matthew and Diana, of course, fall in love, but interspecies relationships are not allowed. But oh, does that really hate that? No, it does not stop them. And over the course of the three books, we see time travel, we see power, we see elemental powers, we see there's time travel. That's where yeah. I got the time travel from. There is time travel. That's like a small spoiler. Um, the second book is set in 1590 oh wow yeah big time travel it's not like you know a little bit it's so it's a little bit of historical fiction and fun fact um deborah harkness the author of this book is a professor at usc and she is a professor of historical fiction or historic history um alchemy and it's a very interesting book because it's like it's scientifically written and historically written so you get a lot of like like it's it's written as if it was like in the real world like all of these like little tidbits of information and these famous people are actual people who have lived in like real life but it's like it's like one of those things like oh you know this person is actually an alien like elvis presley did he really die or was he like go back to his plan kind of like that kind of thing but they were like a witch or a demon or a vampire kind of thing. And I'm reading the second book now and I'm in love with the time travel and the historical people and the romance. The husband? Just, I saw oh, that on he, your... Uh, on my side. Yeah, the husband. I, something about the husband. I'm not going to ask any further so I don't get spoilers, but something about the husband. I know that got, got you all in your feels. <laughs> oh, he did. He did. And the son the sun too i mean mm -hmm. 
That's all I'm going to say. For those of you who have read it, have read the All Souls trilogy, Marcus is, he's one of mine. And I've only read a chapter of him and I wanted yeah. more of him. I, I started branching off more into adult like fantasy and um, like romance. As you've seen by my obsession with J.R. Ward's Black Dagger Brotherhood series. Um, I'm ex- and with spoil- spoiler alert, um, I mean, I still get YA titles all the time because YA is like my thing, especially at where I work. I'm the YA extraordinaire. Like, anybody ever, like, I'll like be listening on the radio at like customer service just doing stuff, and then somebody goes, Maggie, I need you in the YA section. I have a customer here looking for a book. And they like don't even, like, I don't even have to look it up. They're, or they'll like ask me, like, hey, do we have this book in stock? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I would know. Nope. <laughs> I've looked for that book. Nope. <laughs> but like, I'm starting to branch off, especially with uh, V.E. Schwab, um, Victoria Schwab, her Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. That's on my shelf. Um, it's over there. Um, and, like, there's a book called War Widow and, like, Red Rising. And um, I'm not looking at all of them right now. I redid my bookshelves. If anybody who, like, on his, on the YouTube, they can see that my shelves are different this time. They're going to be like, oh, I change them, like, every two weeks. Yeah, I've started to branch out into, like, adult fantasy, adult sci-fi, adult romance books, which I'm proud I think of. I'm starting to inch more into sci-fi. Um, not so much fantasy, but more into sci-fi and then more into, like, um, just... Because I, I keep looking at Aurora Rising and it's kind of calling my name a little bit. Read but it. I kind of wanted to off until the next book comes out or closer to it (sighs) but i think it might be time experience my pain of reading the last pages of the second book and just screaming what the fuck that's what happened i was sitting in like i was don't know remember where i was sitting but i went what the fuck with that ending i was like what (laughs) i think i was in my room and carly was like are you okay and i was like no no, I'm not okay with this ending. So I might. I'll reread the books with you. Okay. Down. Because I wouldn't have to, I don't have to um re like how you would read them. I would just it it could take me a while to read them. Are we are we adding that to our list of but Yeah. <laughs> we'll just do that in an Excel spreadsheet, really. <laughs> I, I was trying to do a bookshelf um on Goodreads. For all the books that we wanted to read together that's just too much work because we have we add more and more all the time so we'll I'll just do, do it oh like, you know i would do it i know you would. um but yeah i'm definitely gonna start reading those for sure um but with that like heart-wrenching ending for you what was your biggest upset of this year oh my biggest upset twilight <laughs> I hated Twilight so much. <laughs> let, let me grab my book. <laughs> my heart. My I, like, heart. At the end, when it started getting to, like, Jacob's POV, you could see, like, everywhere for the YouTube audience can see where, like, I tabbed. And these are, like, sections where, like, Jacob said something. And I just absolutely hated it. Like, I refused to read Breaking Dawn because of Jacob. Yeah, everybody doesn't really like his... POV. I, I get that too. 
but I'm kind of offended a little. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. I, I understand. I mean, you're older now. Had you read Twilight back when you were young, probably would hit different. Grace, Maybe. I'm not that old. I'm not, a, I'm not that old. 14, 15, yeah, I probably would have loved it at like 14 if I had read it, but I don't think yeah. my mom would have allowed it. It does not age well with the times. Yeah. No, I, especially since like I read like Crave and Crush and that was way more modern, uh, Twilight kind of book. And they look like Twilight books. Um, I was talking with my boss, my manager, and she's like, I love this book. And I was like, yeah, they look like Twilight books. She's like, yes, they do. So the red, black, white aesthetic is very, we love it. What's red, white, black, and gold is the, is the red and gold are going to be the next aesthetic for the book. But um, yeah. with your, like, big, my biggest surprise, your biggest surprise, my, like, biggest upset, what was, who was your most surprising bookish boyfriend of this year? Or, like, your top bookish boyfriend that you met this year? I already know it, but the listeners need to know. I think I've talked about him a bunch. <laughs> no. You could have possibly. I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about, Grace. Can you explain? TikTok bio? Is it? Awesome. I think it is. Wait, I'm gonna go look at let's let's give Maggie a second to go look at it right let's now. Look it up because I'm like, I, did you I've updated it since our last podcast episode? Let's Courtesy see. of um oh you did. <laughs> it's two of them. It's not just one, it's two. You're oh, double no. dipping. <laughs> Yeah, a little bit, but they both can take it. So, who who are you two? Um, Cass Squared. Cass Squared. If anybody who didn't listen to the last podcast with uh, Kate, we were talking about the Cassian and Castile from um, Akatar and then from Blood and Ash. We were like, we're going to make a shirt that says Cass Squared. Cass Squared. And I'm so excited for that. Yes, I'm in love with both Cass's because they're just so, they're my type, definitely. They're, and they're, they're, both, yeah. they're both a little bit dark and a little bit like arrogant and they both need to be checked and set straight sometimes and they're both gorgeous and um, incredible fighters and caring, you know, they, they care about people in their own. You. <laughs> I mean, we don't even need to ask me who mine is. We don't. We just all know. If you don't know, watch our first episode of the podcast. I know. I mean, I just have two candles of him right here with me. I don't know if anybody like looks in the YouTube, you'll just see me like lean down and smell something, and it's me smelling the candle. Um. Oh my god, it's so powerful. <laughs> that she will get legally changed sometime in the future. Possibly. I, honestly? I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> what if I did this? What if for school I've changed my last name? <laughs> Gosh. You oh, would do I would do it in my Zoom calls. <laughs> like, I have Rowan, Whitethorn, Carpenko's, um candles here i got one for my grandma 
And then I got one from Grace. Two of the exact same candles. <laughs> Just one is bigger than the other. Listen up, listeners. Look, look, look. The Bookish Box released their winter candles. And among their winter candles was Rowan's candle. Rowan from Throne of Glass, for those of you who don't know. And I saw it and immediately thought of Maggie. And I'm like, I need to get this for her. I have to get it for her. Like, and I'm talking about, this is like at least a month ago. Okay. It was before Christmas. It or was, not Thanksgiving. Yes, it was. It was like in November. Okay. I saw it and I was like, I have to get, it. I was like quick order, got it. A week later, Maggie and I are talking. I'm just like, look, I got you something for Christmas already. I want to tell you what it is, but then I don't want to tell you, but then I do because I don't want you to get it for yourself. Cause I know once you see it, Maggie, you're going to want to buy it. And she, I'm just like, you know what? Let me keep it a secret. I want to surprise her. So then a couple of days pass and then she sends me a screenshot of the bookish shop with the Rowan candle. And I'm like, dang it. And I'm like, oh, wow, look, they have a rowing candle, you know, fake enthusiasm and all. And I'm like, oh, that's, and she's like, I have to get it for myself. I have to, and I'm just like, oh, really? Are you sure about that? Yes, of course. And I'm like, okay. And then she's just like, maybe I'll convince my grandma to, and I'm like, yeah, maybe you should ask her. Don't <laughs> I kind of suspected it. You could ask Carly. I was like, Carly, I think Grace got me a Rowan candle. She goes, why would you think that? I was like, she's been acting a little soft. <laughs> when I sent you that screenshot, I was like, I think Grace got me a Rowan candle, but then you never said anything about it. So I was like, never mind. Maybe she didn't. And then the Black Friday sale, your grandma ended up buying the Akatar and Throne of Glass dust jackets and the Rowan candle. And you told me, and I was just like, oh, that's so great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great, good, good for you. Um, yeah, great, okay. And then the conversation went off and then I ended up getting my Rowan candle and my white court, winter court, um, white court, winter court candle. And I ended up getting a rowing candle for myself as well. And I got it for you. And I'm just like, great. Now I got to ship it to her, even though she's already getting it. And then you got yours. And then, then mine ended up getting to you yesterday. Today. Well, today. It was, I mean, today. It was today. It was today. Oh, it felt so long God. ago, hasn't it? Well, today as in Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday. Um, and then you got another gift along with something that I made you. But we're not going to show that yet until a few of our book club members get theirs as well. I'm going to wear it to our next book club meeting. I'm going to be like, guys. I'm hoping that everybody does. Yeah. Hint, thank hint. you. Kate, Lauren, Malia, those of you listening. Yes. It's coming from um, but okay, so moving on from like our boy bookish boyfriends, what was your biggest haul of this year for buying books? Okay, I posted a video, a, a TikTok video on this. Um, so my biggest haul was nine books from Barnes and Noble. It was in July. Among that was an Ember in the Ashes, Crescent City. Shatter Me, um, 
Eon. What else? A couple of other books. A Darker Shade of Magic, I believe. And a few others. Caravel. No, 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 no. That wasn't my other one. There was nine different books. If you go on my TikTok, I like go through it and I'm like, let's see how many of this haul have I read. And I did pretty good. I read six of them. Three of them I have still not gotten to them. Nine books. I spent like $150, I think. Biggest haul. And I still haven't read all of them. I'm getting to them. I'm getting to them. You? Let's hear it on. Come on, Maggie. I'm a bargain shopper, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's a shop in some in a store called Books a Million. And Books a Million likes to have a bargain aisle. And the bargain aisle prices range from $3 to $6 books. Hardcover, hardcover books are like $6. And I'm like, sometimes they're like $4 or like $5.58. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay, okay. Um, so... My biggest haul is around 18 books. Oh my goodness. How much though? How much? That's the real question. 18 so books. I did a buy online, pick up in store, and I spent $125. And that was for like 12 out of the 18 books. And then I went into store and started shopping around and got like six more books for like $60. So about $180 oh compared goodness. to your $150 for nine books. I'd say I did great. I doubled the amount. Well, pretty well. And it, you know, the reason why I got so many in one go is because it was the first time I took my brother there with me and I was just... I'm just pulling off and adding to his pile because he was carrying them for me. And I just kind of want, I kind of wanted to show off a little bit of all the books that I was going to read. And he would just didn't care. So I kind of, I mostly did it for myself. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, I, that's a funny story. Cause like I was working the other day and this guy was holding his girlfriend's books. And this is like a stack of like 15 plus books. And he's just holding it for, as she walks around like, she's walking around, she's just pulling, she's looking at it, she's like, okay, I want this. And he's just holding it. And we're like, do you want a, do you want a basket, sir? And he's like, nope, I'm good. And we were like, I literally talked to my friend Shannon. I was like, Shannon, this is why I want a boyfriend. She's like, that's the only thing men are good for. And I was like, yep. Literally. I know a couple of other things, too, but, you know. <laughs> Grace, <laughs> we can't talk about that, okay? We're trying to steer clear of that. So, uh, <laughs> oh. okay, so the fan art we loved this year. Go <laughs> right into the next question. Fan art we loved this year. Oh, um, definitely from Juliet, which is BX Romance. Mm -hmm. She has a, quite a few of them that I actually like really, really love. But she was definitely one of my favorite newfound artists, Juliet. She's amazing. I just love her colors. I'm a big fan art person, so I just love fan art. And she often um, 
does work for um, A Touch of Magic Designs. So um, if you guys go to that shop. In Fabled um, merch. She does Fabled merch too. Um, she was definitely like one of my favorite artists. Um, my favorite one that she did though had to be um, Castile. Yeah. I saw that work. I like how I knew. I just knew. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, no. The the Castile one, but one that made me fall in, in love with her before was the one of Juliet and Warner from the Shatter Me series. Have you seen it? I didn't look it up. I'm I was on her page. You guys on YouTube. Oh yeah. Oh, don't go. To YouTube. Oh, look at your new phone. My new phone too. So it's this one for those of YouTube listeners. It was that one that really like captured my eye and I was like whoa that's good let me follow and then I found a touch of magic designs which swayed me over yeah no she's really good I think for her I fell in love with her Rowan print the picture of Rowan for her and Aelin um not the one of them together I got that print and then I got the Aelin print and then I have the Rowan print as well so I have two two separate prints and then one print of them together um but she like yeah for her like i i found her rowan print and that's when i fell in love with her page but sam um sam uh i got the uh nessian print from um her instagram is sam ro sam dot ros a r i i o um rosario um it's it looks like this um but she did she does like a lot. Um, she did like Beth. Um, she did Beth from uh, Tra- Moss Trash as Manon um, in her cosplay form, which I l- died for. To died, it was amazing. Um, I think the one that I fell in love with her though was her Jude and Cardin one. Oh yeah, and then. Another one that I really like is Salties. Yes, yes. Her cast, oh, her cast steel one. Yeah, I like her style too. Like sometimes I really like that, you know, like mystical looking, nice colors with um, Juliet and um, with Sam. But then sometimes I really like Sally, which is kind of like that comic book, simple line art, nice shadow lines um animated look and yeah. so it kind of varies between the two so i really like them i really like fan art if you got great fan art send it my way because i love it yeah. i love um, encouraging and buying from artists and just reposting them on my instagram so if you follow me on my bookstagram i am constantly posting reposting um fan art on my story all the time love it I love art. Yeah, I think this goes into our next question, which kind of really isn't a question in the slightest. Um, our favorite bookish shop, which I feel like now isn't even a question. Like, I'm sorry, I have a whole shrine to them on my. I mean, kind of. I have a whole. I have a shrine. I have a bookish box shrine. I mean, I talk about them constantly and convince everyone to go and join their subscription. I spent hundreds of dollars there. 
I mean, clearly. <laughs> but for those of you guys who don't know, it is The Bookish Box. The Bookish Box is definitely one of my favorite bookish companies that I absolutely adore. I talk about them all the time and convince all of my friends to join the subscription. And if you haven't joined, you definitely should. Or you should wait until I get a rep code and then use the rep code. We'll yeah. see when that happens. No. Bookish Box, um, sponsor us, please. <laughs> um, sponsor Grace specifically. Um, the amount of people that she's brought on to the Bookish Box is astronomical. But uh, yeah, no, I think for us, the best bookish Love. shop. What about uh, best bookish merch that you've gotten? Oh, um so because i love fan art um a touch of magic designs mm-hmm. is definitely one of them and fabled merch love their enamel pens mm-hmm. like their enamel pens are amazing and they're big they're not like tiny they're big yeah so they're expensive they're like 15 dollars pins but they're like big boys and they're really really good quality like i love a really good um hard enamel pen and um also their candles are like really really great love smelling their candles um but also um on the shop small business um oh my gosh i'm spacing on the name follow her on tiktok starlight no no who the one that does the candle, the candles. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Talking about. I know who you're talking about, but I forgot her name. <laughs> Jeez. Candle lady. <laughs> candle. I, I literally always like bookish call, candle like, lady on TikTok. Go look. Let me go look for her. Because yeah, you no. have. I think for me, my best bookish merch that I've gotten, um, one, and I'm basing my best bookish merch off of like things that I constantly use. So I would say my fairy loot, um, from blood and ash, no, from blood and honey. Um, they're like from blood and, uh, blood and honey exclusive edition box. I think the blanket that I got in that box. And then I would honestly have to say, Oh, I don't know. My Rowan candle. Those are the things that you... My Rowan candle is like my little baby. Um, I've already like burned okay. quite a bit. Okay. It's Mountains Market. That's what it was, yeah. Yeah. No, she does really well. She has been doing... Um, so she just started her shop and she does candle um bookish candles and she does like um pendants like um those wire pendants that like you do on your own like she does them by hand mm-hmm. which are really, really cool too um so she does those mountains market um you can find her on tiktok at mountains market and i think she has an etsy shop um but we'll link everybody in the description yeah yeah um I also, so I found this art, this artist on TikTok, and she did, like, wire sword necklaces and earrings, and I really want to buy one for, from her. Oh, too. You know, you know which one I'm talking about? Is the same. Is it her? I, just, I don't think she does candles. No, 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 no. It's not her, but I know oh. who you're talking 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want... I'm telling you, our For You page is the same. Because, like, literally, I'll send you a video and you'll be like... I I've just saw that. Or I'll send me one and I was literally just scrolling through it. It's pretty funny. Yeah. No, um, but... You know, my favorite bookish item that I have received this year... Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's hard, isn't it? <laughs> you're like, you're like, um, shit. <laughs> what do I do? Um, it has to be my Valaris mug. My holographic Valaris mug. Matter of fact, let me get it to that. Our YouTube um, watchers can see it. Uh-huh. And your bookish box December blanket. item blanket. She got a, we got a, um, we got our, you can go check out our Instagram and you can see our bookish box December Um unboxing on my instagram um but we got a blanket in that and we have both been using it like crazy oh yeah um this is my valaris mug it's like iridescent yeah it's that like holographic iridescent um coffee mug it says valaris city of starlight and then on the back it has the night court emblem the mountains and the three stars with the nice moon on it and it is my most prized bookish possession Along with a few other things, but definitely one of my top ones, plus my blanket and my Prithian map. Yeah, that one you do have up. I don't have any maps, but I'm okay with that because I don't have enough wall space. Yeah. <laughs> Yet. No, um, I've already got your, like, uh, I'm already, like, deciding what I'm going to give you for, like, your birthday and stuff, and I've already started planning it, and Kate and I have been, like, talking about it today, about what I'm going to get you, and, like, Kate is in on it with you? Is Kate. Hi, Kate. Um, yeah, Kate is in on it with me. Um, Melissa, hey, shout out. If you have any ideas, Melissa, tell me any ideas of when I should get um, Grace. But yeah, no. Um, April and Maggie's birthday is in February. So I'm kind of behind on the planning, but let's just say that I've already started working it up. And now I have started talking with Carly about it. And now I am planning with her. So um Carly, so Carly the other day was asking about, like, my, like, birthday party, because, like, we get back on the 27th of January, my birthday's the first, so it's literally, like, three days, and then it's my birthday, and she's like, so what are we doing for your birthday, and I was like, nothing, we're in the middle of a pandemic, we're not doing anything for my birthday, and she's like, no, but, like, we have to do something with all of our friends, and I was like, you could take me to Texas Roadhouse, and she was like, really, and I was like, yeah, I've gone every single year to Texas Roadhouse on my birthday. I've sitting on the little thing that they make you sit on and like you go, yeehaw! I've done that every single year for the past like six years. I've gone to Texas Roadhouse. It gives me, it's a little piece of my heart. I learn in a pandemic that would be the perfect place for me to like surprise you. For what? You would be there. <laughs> you just come all the way up to Omaha and like you just walk in and you're just like, hello Maggie. And I'm like, like every texas roadhouse and then i'll be like until i find the right one while you're on the thing and i walk in i'm like hey and i'll be like hey i, I think i would cry <laughs> i would be like hey <laughs> hey <laughs> we look like robots when we do that for our audio listeners we like move you swoop your head out and go hey <laughs> and you do like a nice are you using the lip chapstick too I am. I'm using the lip, um, the bookish box, uh, fake kisses lip balm. 
because it was just right here and I was like my lips are kind of dry I need a little I was thinking about that too <laughs> my head's kind of hurting I'm kind of drinking a little night but um um okay so back to the questions let's focus Maggie focus okay, yeah well those are kind of all of my questions okay I have a couple okay shoot um mine are kind of negative <laughs> it's okay. okay um what book was your biggest disappointment this year besides twilight series no my biggest my- where it was hyped up so much and you thought going into it you were gonna love it and then you wanted to but couldn't every other red queen series book besides the first book all of those books highly disappointed me. Like, I think if I had read it when I was younger, like 14, 15, I would have loved the series and stuff. But reading it now, I'm thankful I didn't buy all the books because I don't think I could reread it because I just didn't, as I was talking with uh, like Kate in the last episode, I just couldn't get into it. Like it just, it just wasn't my cup of tea. And like, it was just, it's just not for me. Um, it was it was a big disappointment because everybody hypes it up and like I think it's because I'm a little bit more mature and so like I can kind of I just like it's not something that I gravitate towards now anymore you can think your way out of like certain situations you're just like that that's not the way to do it and just the way like Maven acts I'm like I would never like Mm -mm. the way like like the difference between like Cal and Maven and more like Maven was this like very possessive person. I was like, I would, I would, if if a man ever did that to me, I don't think I could forgive him, the way Mare was. But I guess that's how she was compassionate, and I'm not. But that's besides the point. For you, what was your biggest letdown of the year? I don't really have one. <laughs> you got to come up with. Oh no, we had one this month for December. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I was getting there. I was getting there. I was calling you out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, so I don't really have uh, like a complete disappointment of a book, but um, I do have one that I was kind of like let down a little bit where I expected it to be a little bit better. And that is Seasons of the Storm by Ali. Um, uh, don't ask me. Cosimano. I think so. Yeah. And it's basically like the world building and kind of the magic system and um, the characters had so much potential. And I feel like the book just fell a little flat because it was trying to be a character driven book, but also trying to be a plot driven book and certain books, you can't focus on both things at the same time. And it was just felt like it was a little underdeveloped. Um, The plot fell a little bit flat. But the characters were amazing. I really loved the characters beyond anything. And that's why I kept reading. I think that's why all of our book club kept reading. Because we loved them so much. And we just wish that we were able to see more yeah. from that book. Um, I haven't posted a review on Goodreads for it. I need to do that. But um, I did love... a lot of reviews. I do. I don't. But I don't. You do. You do more than me. I don't. I, do. I don't like. I. I did this. I'll. I'll. I'll finish my thought after you're done with your thought. Well, I mean that. That was basically. It. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna say like I don't like like reading reviews. As I said on like one of my TikTok posts, I was like, I don't. When I see a review, I just don't read it or like I don't watch the video or anything. Cause like, 
I, I just want to experience it myself. And, like, when people, like, talk about, like, the plot or, like, even, like, the short synopsises, I don't read them. Like, if you tell me, oh, it's enemies to lovers, it made me cry. I'll be like, great, that's all I need to know. And somebody was like, well, then how do you suggest people doing reviews? And I was like, that's just, like, my personal opinion. Like, I know some people love to read reviews. I just don't. People do, when they're doing reviews, they kind of do, like, that immediate, like, five-sentence blurb. Enemies to lovers, she um, is a warrior princess. She is kidnapped by this dark man. He I don't even like that. Man. And then you kind of read that and you're kind of like, okay, all right. And you kind of go into it already knowing what's going to happen. I need to know what kind of tropes I will find in this book. Mm-hmm. I just need to know the tropes. <laughs> That's I it. Reading, I need to know as well. Yeah. No, I, yeah that's i think i'm i'm starting to edit my reviews a little bit more because before they used to be like a little bit more of a breakdown for certain uh, people who kind of wanted to know a little bit more because i really like a romance a well-written romance where there's a lot of fighting there's a lot of coming together you like an enemies it, to lovers romance that's what you like but i do i like a well-written enemies to lovers where they end up working together and they're equally yoked but then also they're partners can, yeah i like partnership but then also i want him to take charge sometimes yeah you know a boss a boss queen also wants to be taken care of sometimes and i kind of want that yeah i get that so what was your next question um just um, try to keep this going we've already done 40 minutes <laughs> um what's uh, a book that you were excited to read this upcoming year um uh, new year's i am excited to read i think one of the first books i'm gonna read for new year's is what's it called i have it on my shelf um yeah. i'm gonna read the shatter me series that's gonna be like the first week of new year's i'm gonna start shatter me and then i also think i'm gonna start the invisible life of Addie larue and the Priory of the Orange Tree. I think that's going to take me like a whole month to read because I'm going to read it while reading othering books. Uh, reading other books. Definitely. Yeah. What about you? Uh, me. They're all sequels. For what books? <laughs> a Crown of Gilded Bones. Yeah. 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 Uh, not- According to the Yes. Because that's my husband's oh, book. I thought you meant like in January. <laughs> I didn't realize you meant for the year. Oh year, girl. Um those um, namesake. Yes. I'm excited for that one. Wings of Ebony is not a sequel, but I have been seeing it ever since I saw like the cover art. I was like, ooh, I gotta read that. What is that? Wings of Ebony. I can't remember the artist. I mean, that's how you know I judge books. We're doing like a series, like for a full series that I'm excited to read for the year. So like books that I haven't read that I have that are part of a series. Um, Probably The Daughter of Smoke and Bone and the Shatter Me series. And then the Scythe, Scythe series. I'm excited to, Scythe, those series I'm excited to read. And then in january scythe i'm supposed to read in january with sam 
Yeah, that's why I'm waiting for that so that I can read it while you're reading it. <laughs> well, um, I have to read it like a couple days after you start. Of Ebony is by J.L. And it combines social, historical commentary, magic, and it's really coming of age story. Um, a girl basically finds out that she has godly ancestry and has to save the human world and the godly world. Um, I'll show you the 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 cover because the cover is what really drew me to it. Oh, I know what you're talking about. That's what it was. I saw that on the um like YA thing. Um, the like uppercase YA. Yep, that's what it was. Yeah, no, I'm excited for that. I'll post that on my Instagram on our Instagram story when this is released, so you guys can know the references that we're talking about. Um, I just have to remember to do it. Um, but yeah, that's a book that I'm really excited to read. But in January, my first read of the year is going to be Air of Fire. <laughs> light the candle when you read it. I will light the candle when I read it. Um, it's just gonna happen to fall on that 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 is the book because I'm going to start Crown of Midnight as soon as I finish Shadow of Night. Um, and I'm reading Crown of Midnight with Hadil, so we are reading Air of Fire um, by Saturday. So it so happens. It just so happens that it will be the first book that I read. But um, January, I think that's going to be on my TBR for January. Uh, Air of Fire, um, Scythe, um, and I think you and I have a book. Oh, A Heart So Fierce and Broken because we yep. haven't read it this month. Yeah, we have a couple of books. We have like a, The Princess Will Save You that's for like book club admins. Um, I have so many books. As you can tell, these two are my TBR rows. Um, and what else? We're making one. Stalking Jack the Ripper. Yeah, that's our bookish club one. That one's going to be a short, it's a pretty short read, too. I think we can do it in a week. We could. But I think we're going to space it out just to let everybody read it. That's how we usually do. Oh, yeah. And I always read it on the last minute. (laughs) You always read it on the last minute. You do. Um, Okay. Another question. Okay. Um, top five new friends this year. Only five. Only five, okay? My top five new friends that I've made, like, through this year? You? Clearly. Okay, so at Grace Reads. Um, I would say... I would have been very offended had I not been first. Okay, so I'm going to do it based on, like, who I talk to the most. So, like, this is purely on who, like, I interact with the most on, like, Instagram and stuff. So, I would say Grace Reads. Um, I would say Kate um, not at Nautical Reads. Um, Malia Upchurch from um, at Book Gal. And then I would say, I would think from, like, TikTok, I would say that um, Melissa... I love Melissa. She's very sweet, but um, I'm, like, trying to look. AJ? Oh, no. I'm sorry. Celine. I'm sorry. Celine. So, it goes you, Kate, Celine. We'll do 10. We'll do 10. I can't do 10. I don't have that many friends. No, you already were, like, at eight. No? Okay, so you, Kate, Kate, Celine, 
I'm doing top five only. Malia and AJ. There we go. If I didn't add you this because I don't talk to you that often, but I still love you. I just, those are the people I talk to the most. Even like Malia and AJ, I don't talk to often, but I still talk to them. What about you? (laughs) 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 Who's your first one, Grace? Who's your first? (laughs) Who's your first, Grace? Come on, it shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> I'm serious. Calling me out, Maggie. No, I'm just kidding. Of course, it's you. Mm-hmm. You're my <laughs> We literally text every single day. If we're not texting, we're Snapchatting, or we're sending voice recordings on Instagram, or we're sending each other TikToks. We're like all, all across the board. All three of our, like, all four of our, like, ways we communicate or or facebook and our jla thing thanks with their book club group as well yeah okay okay you um who's next who's next is see it's a huge jump from you to everybody <laughs> else because like you i talk to every single day i feel honored <laughs> you should because that's too much energy that's way too much energy. Um, it is. Yeah, it's, not. <laughs> it's honestly you. Um, I want to say that it's uh, Viviana, which is uh, Reading Railroad. Everybody else is kind of like on the same tier. So it's not like... Bow down. It's not different. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Carly from Library Carly. Kate, obviously, Malia, um, Rose, too. Oh, Rose. Uh, Hadil, uh, Celine, obviously, is in there. Melissa's in there. Who else do we have? We have quite a few. I'm just done. We have all the same, honestly. Like, our our book groups are kind of the same. Our same group. And then I also have Sam from Sam's Reading Addiction. Mm -hmm. I'm always talking to her, too. Um, and I think that that is it. Well, that was more than five. Yeah, of course. I told you, it's kind of like you and then We could tell who's more popular here. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, no it just, it's just that me, I'm very nice. And I like, I, I respond. Am I know. not nice? <laughs> Am I not nice? Meant. It just means that like, if you message me, I'm going to respond back and give you my full attention for like 10 minutes. And if it's more than that, then you're like automatically, you know, on Snapchat, like when you don't really talk to anybody, but as soon as you like send like three chats back and forth, you're automatically on my BFF list. Like that's what it's like. Cause I don't talk to anybody. That's so if true. I talk to you in my inner circle, we lost our streak, Not- but you're still my top. <laughs> lose our streak but it's just because we got tired you know we yeah. we have that friend who we'll talk every day for like five days in a row and then we'll have one day where we just kind of like give each other space yeah. we need to like to cool down after like a podcast day I think like after like Fridays on podcast days like Saturdays weekends are where we usually like recuperate but I know once we get back to once I get back to school we're gonna have to start doing our podcasts on Saturdays meetings on Mondays book meetings yeah. um 
in our book clubs, admin groups, and um, our week is booked, honestly. But we are um, very booked. To no those pun of you intended. Guys, honestly, to those of you guys who didn't mention, um, it's not that I didn't forget you. I still love you guys. Please reach out to me. I'll talk to you. Like I get people who message me on Instagram or just like, hey, sorry to bother you. I just wanted to ask you a quick question about this book or how That's you how we became friends. Yeah. And I'm just like, please message me. Talk to me. I just need like, some guy to slide into my DMs. I'm like, yes, talk to me. Like, what do you want to know? What part are you at? Oh my gosh, I remember that scene. I love talking to people and I love like hyping you up on your book journey because I feel like when you have somebody to share a book with, the book becomes more enjoyable to you. And I feel like that's why I don't have any books that have disappointed me this year because I all of the books that I have read these past six, seven months, I've had somebody to talk about it with and that has made the book more enjoyable than had I read it on my own completely without anybody to talk to. So when you're in a community, books just, I feel like they just get better than one on your own. They're meant to be shared. I understand that. Well, don't, don't, don't take them as offense. <laughs> well, okay. So I think it's time to wrap up our podcast and we are going to end the podcast with a special toast so you might have seen that I've been drinking. Um, I have my little concoction of apple juice and uh, Russian water. <laughs> and then I have my little miniature wine bottle. I want to see if I can open it and you guys can hear the... Oh, I bet. No, yeah. So I, um, I'm apparently a very good like mixologist. So my friends say that I can, I know like the right way to mix a drink. And, like, I can make it to where it's, like, perfect amount of um, adult juice and then regular juice. But, um, no. yeah, so I have. Ooh. Let's see if you guys can hear. I'm just going to pour the whole bottle in here because we have no shame. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't hear that at all. <laughs> eh. My little it though i felt it oh wait wait i'm forgetting one special thing oh to our very special listeners on our podcast i would like to make a very special announcement announcement oh yes <laughs> yes, yes. yes yes i forgot about this for those who have uh, listened to the very end yes for those of you who have made it all the way down to the end uh maggie and i are going to be doing doing a giveaway of a copy of These Violent Delights by Chloe Gong. And it is a new release and it is a Romeo and Juliet retelling set in the 1920s. And I'm pretty sure you have seen it all over Book Talk, Bookstagram. And it just so happens that I happen to have an extra copy and I thought our listeners deserved a little something. So to all of our listeners, do us a favor and subscribe subscribe like and then comment your instagram and also the book that you're most excited to read in for 2020 and make sure you are following our instagram 21 woman 2021 okay you know what it's been that year okay it's been that kind of year but yeah so comment the your book you're most excited to read for in 2021 
um, comment your Instagram handle and make sure you like the video, subscribe, and you are also following our Instagram, which is um, a very bookish podcast um, on Instagram, which all the links will be in the um, description and how to enter will be in the description and when it starts and when it ends will be in the description. Yes. And we will pick a very, very lucky winner and announce it on our next episode. Mm-hmm. So good luck to you guys. Yeah, good luck. Hope a lot of people. Cheers and- to you. And so our, our podcast, you'll get an extra entry as well. Yeah. If you share our podcast, so you have to tag us. So tag me and Grace and then tag the Very Bookish Podcast instagram on your instagram story and we will add an extra entry but so i want to toast to grace i want to toast to you grace my very special friend who i have met this year and i read your letter and i'm so excited to begin my journey with you through adulthood with you (laughs) um i feel like this year i've definitely grown and definitely matured and having you this half year I've known you for half a year now um has been very special to me you have helped me in more ways than you have realized and that I have not yet explained to you but I eventually will over the years and and you helped me through a lot just your presence being there gave me something to look forward to every other day and even though I was really scared at the beginning of our friendship and I was like oh she's probably like not gonna be that good of a friend to now where we have a podcast together we are starting a book together and I just want to say thank you for being my friend and (laughs) continuing to deal with all my bullshit every day and my chaoticness and thank you for being one of my dearest friends that I've made in 2020 and I love you so much and even though you are two time zones away I still enjoy your company and I enjoy our talks and our book club and you have made my second half of 2020 the best it could have ever been. So thank you. Cheers to you. (laughs) You can't do that on me. (laughs) Okay. I don't know how I'm going to follow that up. (laughs) I've been preparing. Just wait till you see my Instagram post about it. Oh gosh, I'm not ready. Usually I'm the one that does like the really heartfelt. (sighs) Well, Maggie, and to all of our listeners, it has been one hell of a year. And I don't think I could have been made it through this whole year without all of you. Without you, Maggie, especially. You definitely pushed my love of reading onto another level. I don't think I would have been where I am had it not been for you um as you may have read in our letter we have so many things planned and so many amazing journeys that we're going to take part of and I can't think of a better person to take on this journey with you other than you and I'm not gonna cry I'm not gonna say anything too much because you know how I get so I'm not even gonna look at you um and to all of our listeners we love you guys and we thank you guys for joining our little podcast and joining on us on these little chats and we hope that you have an amazing 2021 and we hope that your love of reading never stops and 
that you get to travel into multiple worlds and meet beautiful characters and that you find yourself in every one every single one of the books that you read and that you just I don't know you can find happiness gosh maggie i don't like it when you do, do you want me to continue talking <laughs> so you don't have to so here is to a better tw- ending to 2020 and a new beginning of life in 2021 and to health and to reading and to experiencing a lot of stuff with you our listeners but mostly you grace i can't wait for the amazing things that we have planned together I don't know. I, I, I couldn't have chosen a better partner for this. And I don't think I would have been able to do it. You are the read to my Lou. You are a soul sister to me. And I am so grateful for you. So thank you so much for helping me through 2020. And here's to 2021 and the next decade of our lives of friendship because I know you will be a long-lasting friend. Yes, you can't get rid of me very easily, Maggie. <laughs> Here you go. Funny, cheers. Funny. Well, cheers the camera. There we go. Cheers. There you Bye. go. And that, that is, is the that- end of the podcast. And thank you so much for listening, especially to uh, Grace and I and our little heartfelt um, messages to you and to each other and don't forget to um, like this video subscribe um, enter the giveaway look at the rules down below um, we will be posting a giveaway thing on our Instagram as well um, and be promoting it and so all the rules will be in the description everything we've talked about so like links to um, websites and stuff for the bookish box fabled merch everybody will be down in the links and Thank you so much and Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Bye. Bye.